Welcome to the Illuminations Media Network. Welcome back to the Illuminations Media Network. This is Tamara, your host, and I'm excited to really be back with you. I mean, for real, (laughs) back with you. These years since I've started the show back in April of 2007, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, so much has happened for me. So much growth. I just have to say that my divine creator has been working on me. (laughs) I started the show wanting to express myself, wanting to uh, share my path to discovery. If you remember, shows were all about healing and gathering information from great ones who had different systems of thought, different teachings, different ways of being. Uh, A lot of interviews with authors who spoke about human origins, um, who spoke about philosophies and religion and just where we came from and and the complexities and, and the craziness of this human condition that we all have been born into. And through these years, I've learned a great deal. And of course, most of it has been about self. I've recognized that the self is just the microcosm of this greater world, this greater multiverse, if you will, that everything that happens in our lives and the way that we experience it, um, how we are deeply imprinted by it, is something that is happening everywhere. We receive the information We also transmit the information. And it's all about these learnings that are whirling around us, whether they look painful and ugly and nasty, or whether they're actually beautiful and quite gracious and quite loving. But it it really is all about us, that we are creating this reality that we're living in. And that's specifically why I wanted to do this series of talks here, um, doing some shows specifically about this path, about my mission as a healer, if you will, to transform the world by helping everyone to understand the power that is right there within their own minds and their own hearts. I call it the heart-mind. And through my mission, which is the Beyond Hypnosis, I am using all the skills that I've gathered along the way, whether it be energetic healing, hypnotherapy, uh, shadow work, Everything, the law of attraction, everything, being a parent, being a partner, being in love, falling out of love, all of those things, being a woman, being who I am, has given me so many gifts that I would like to share. Um, And of course, I want to get that feedback from you. I'd like to hear from you about your experiences in life, what you've used that's worked for you. But this particular series is going to be speaking about the law of attraction. 
And certainly we remember when The Secret came out, I believe it was around 2005, um, and everyone was, was all crazy about this law of attraction until people found out it didn't work for them as they thought that it was supposed to. They recognized that somehow there were some limitations to it. Well, it felt good and it was fun to do vision boards. It felt good to visualize and imagine and act as if um, there were some things that weren't working. And so the falling, um, the following, I will say, uh, maybe it is a falling, um, some stuff that fell out of my heart and mind the other day, um, is what follows. Um, it is uh, a little synopsis um, that I believe was downloaded because it was just something that poured straight out of my heart mind, and I decided to record it. And it is the start of uh, this new series that's going to be talking about not only the law of attraction and what it really is, as well as the other laws. The law of attraction is just one of many immutable universal laws that we all live and have our beingness in and activate and experience throughout our entire lives, whether we realize it or not. Certainly, we're more aware of the law of attraction, but there's so many more. And so, I just invite you to stay tuned uh, to this download and this entire series. Uh, Right now, I'm not really sure where it's going to take me and us, but I know that it is something that's beautiful because I have been uh, called and inspired to share this information and, of course, to get feedback from you as you experience this information that I share. So... Without further ado, I'd like to go ahead and begin this guided discourse. Hey, I wanted to talk about my new direction with Beyond Hypnosis. I think it's important to really identify what my mission is. Uh, I've always been on a mission to change the world and to hopefully... uh, help the world to be a better place. And one of my main passions is to help people avoid unnecessary pain and suffering. Now, to be truthful and to be completely honest about it, pain is necessary. Sometimes you do have to feel something that is adverse in order for you to wake up. To wake up to what's really going on around you. When we're uncomfortable, when pain, that's when we are motivated to make the most important changes in our lives. So, pain is necessary, but that suffering part, that's completely optional. And that's why I'm here. I've learned a great deal through life, had a lot of experiences, seen a lot of drama and trauma born in the 60s where all the craziness was happening, was a child in the 70s, experienced all the isms, and then I realized that there was something in the Bible 
My parents were never religious, though they sent me off to Sunday school by myself. Occasionally, my grandmother would take me to church when she would go, when she wasn't working. But I always had this gut feeling right here and in here and in here that there was something much, much more to the Bible than what we are normally told through doctrine and through all of these denominations and these preachers. I had that feeling, so I made a path through basically all the religions, reading, studying, experiencing, um, fellowshipping with the people, getting to know and seeing how things actually applied in life. And I realized that organized religion in the traditional sense didn't benefit me at all. It might have made me feel good emotionally while I was there in church, but for the most part it made me feel like a sinner who wasn't worth very much, you know, and who might as well just kind of give up. But then I found the science of mind, the teachings of Ernest Holmes at the Agape International Spiritual Center, um, which is head by Reverend Michael Beckwith and his wife, Ricky B.B., and there I found an awakening. I found what I was looking for. There was fellowship. There was a way to be connected with God without the dogma. And to actually feel good about oneself. And to recognize that I am an innately divine and good being. You know, and that I can improve myself. That I can understand the scriptures. However, there wasn't a lot of scripture being taught. There was a lot of mysticism, um, a lot of um, understandings that were showing up in a lot of the classes that you would take. Um, So it didn't really get deeply into scripture. So long story short, I'm still a part of that. I'm one of the live and love streamers. I do uh, participate in the online um, membership um, because I've moved to another state. If I were still living in California, I would probably attend um, probably every Sunday because of the fellowship and the great classes that are offered. However, moved about 10 years ago, and I'm here kind of isolated in a state where there isn't much going on, <laughs> at least not in my neck of the woods. Not a lot of fellowshipping. However, I made the decision that I wanted to study. And I came across Neville Goddard, um, his books way back um, when I was in Los Angeles. I found his books at the Bodhi Tree. And I started reading them and devouring them because they were actually supplying a deeper and higher understanding of what the scriptures were saying. And looking at that with astrotheology, looking at the different um, psychologies of astrology, 
and looking at the scriptures and how a lot of that culture and uh, the allegory was based on astrology. It was based on um, the uh, agricultural um, system. Um, Of course, it was based on what was happening uh, in history at the time. Um, From that perspective, that Middle Eastern mindset, and when I started reading a lot of Neville, I started understanding that there was much, much more than this book about the genealogy of a certain family um, and their trials and tribulations, the Israelites, um, and then later the Christians. And I found out through Neville and also through Reverend Ike that the scriptures are actually speaking about what is happening within man. That the Holy of Holies, the the tabernacle, was covered with hair. (laughs) It was covered with skin. It was speaking to the human body as being the holy temple of God. The whole allegory of Golgotha, the, the skulls, that God is right there in your skull. God is your I am presence. And that the action of that I am presence of your mind, your imaginary processes, are your Christ, your Savior, your Messiah. Because God is mind, the presence that is always in the creative and manifestation process of birthing a son, if you will. In our everyday lives, we are always striving to solve a problem that's in our lives. But in a lot of areas, in religion and film and media and a lot of self-help, it teaches us to look outside of ourselves for those solutions, for those saviors, if you will. But studying Neville Goddard and Reverend Ike, I'm seeing that all of the savior that I need is right here within my own human imagination. My ability to discern that the solution, the savior to whatever problem I'm dealing with is always right here within me. The answer to my prayer is to manifest the opposite of whatever my problem is. Say I need finances, I need money to pay a bill or something. All I need to do is recognize that I desire the money to pay my bill. And it manifests for me because I am utilizing this thought process of seeing myself and knowing that I have what I need. 
and feeling so grateful that I have what I need. That I know that it's already done. That fear doesn't have an opportunity to creep in and cut that off. Because that's what fear does, you see. And that's what we speak about when we're talking about the law of attraction. The ability for us to see in our minds that we desire something. And to feel as if we already have it. We begin to draw it to us. Into our lives. It's just amazing. Now certainly, everybody has used the tools that were laid out in the film, The Secret those affirmations, those visualizations, and that idea of faking it until you make it, acting as if. It works for a lot of people. I've had a great deal of success with it. But due to the fact that our psychology does affect our physiology, it does affect our environment and those other physical bodies that are around us. These tools do work. But they don't seem to work for a lot of people. And they don't seem to work for a lot of really big things for most people. But what I found in my hypnotherapy practice is that most people fail to see results in their intentional use of the law of attraction for three basic reasons. Number one is because oftentimes people really don't know what they want. And they have a tendency to just vacillate with uncertainty back and forth, not being sure if they're going to make the right decision or the right choice. That makes me think of the the movie uh, Conversations with God with Neil Donald Walsh where he asked God the question, well, God, I'm always praying. Why don't you answer my prayers? <laughs> and God said to him, because you keep changing your mind. So that speaks to this vacillating, this uncertainty of what we want. I'm not sure. I might, you know, make a mistake. I don't know if I can. I, that uncertainty It's kind of like planting a seed and then continuously digging it up and then planting it again and digging it up. You're not giving it an opportunity to manifest. The second reason that a lot of people aren't able to deliberately use the law of attraction is because they have interference patterns or limiting beliefs. These are ideas that have been deeply conditioned into us that for some reason we are flawed. For some reason we're not deserving of having the things that we desire. Sometimes these have been inserted directly or indirectly with conditioning by well-meaning family members or the world at large or maybe because of your race or your sex or something in the world. It's conditioned us to believe that we can't do something or have something. Many people are also consumed with guilt or shame about past mistakes, perceived unworthiness that's imprinted upon them 
oftentimes because of abuse and trauma that happened during childhood. A third reason is that most people don't realize that when they've got unfinished business with other people, that unforgiveness, those resentments towards others, can cause them to experience the very curses that they wish on others. So think about that for a moment. If you are constantly in your mind cussing people out, wishing terrible things on them, that blocks your good. The fact that we're always working the law of attraction is important to consider here. We can't help but to think and to feel and to emote, feel emotions. In every moment, we are transmitting and receiving in the form of thoughts and emotions. So, if you send hateful thoughts or emotions towards someone else, and they're not vibrating at that frequency, so they don't pick it up or accept it, oh, it doesn't affect them. It does not affect them in the least. Because they're not vibrating there. You are. And so what happens is, it comes right back to you like a boomerang. Thus, the admonishment of the golden rule. (laughs) Do unto others as you want others to do unto you. Mark 11, 26. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. This is no joke. This is not about fire and brimstone and somebody with a pitchfork. This is about you creating hell on earth by holding on to resentments and anger and hating because it's just coming right back. You do reap what you sow. This is no joke. This is the law and the promise. This is exactly why my mission for helping people to use their minds in ways that will benefit themselves and the world is so important to me. It is my belief that if everyone learned how to use their minds appropriately, everybody in the world, we don't want to leave anybody out. This would help us to do what the original purpose of all holy scriptures was in the beginning. I think all holy scriptures were to benefit mankind psychologically, to help them to recognize their ability, their godship, their divinity in this whole thing called creation. If everybody knew how to fulfill their own needs, never felt beholding to anybody, never felt controlled or manipulated, helpless, hurt, had no fear because all needs were met, 
the world would be free of violence, poverty, greed, hate, and all the fear-based isms that have plagued mankind throughout history as we know it. Now, when I say this to people, they say, oh, that'll never happen. Oh, that's a huge task. They say it's impossible. But in the same way that deeply imprinted unhelpful beliefs of unworthiness, of fear, that there's not enough to go around, are perpetuated throughout humanity, they're passed down throughout the world in the same way that those negative ideas and perspectives are passed on. So can beneficial and positive beliefs. So can they be imprinted and produce self-fulfilling prophecies of happiness and abundance and love and vibrant health and all needs met in a world that works for everybody. So, with that in mind, we need to know that there is no Savior coming to bail us out. That Savior is right here. That Savior is right here. Yes, that Savior is right here in your own heart-mind. That Savior is the answer to whatever it is that you need in your life to make it more fulfilling, more joyful, more abundant, more healthy, more happy, more beneficial to everyone around you. But before I let you go, I want you to remember to stop by beyondhypnosis.org and see all the offerings there. Have a virtual session with me. Let us move through your life and figure out ways to help you to have more fulfillment, more joy, and more satisfaction. That's beyondhypnosis.org. Thank you so much for listening. And please make sure that you listen to part two. Peace and blessings.